This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good lunchtime to you all. Welcome wherever you're watching. If you're watching on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope or YouTube. Thanks for watching. Get your views in, get your comments in. As ever, we can get them on screen so we can react to what you are talking about live. If you're watching this on playback, thanks for joining us. Do subscribe to all our channels. My name's Phil. This is Leicester Fan TV. We've got a couple of Watford fans. We've got a couple of Leicester fans and we will be chatting all things Watford v Leicester. So get those views and comments in live now. Yeah, good evening. I keep good evening. It's lunchtime. Hi to Alexander Redford. He's watching on YouTube. John Squires is watching on Facebook. Hi to you, John. What do you think about the game on Saturday, guys? Get your views in. Naren is watching on YouTube from Singapore. Good evening to you, Naren. I assume that's what it is there. Um, please keep getting your fans views and comments in let's add in we've got josh who you know better as sports who's part of the leicester fan tv guys josh how are you i'm good phil how are you i'm good looking forward to this weekend's match Indeed. josh yeah looking forward to it football's back hopefully we can secure champions league spot and um yeah i'm looking forward to seeing leicester back in action on saturday absolutely let's bring in we've got james who's from the watford way james how are you very good phil how are you Fantastic. Thanks for having uh, coming on here. And uh, we've got Jacob as well, who is from WD18, two different Watford fan groups. Great to have you both on. How's it going, guys? You all good? Yeah. Yeah, good, good stuff. Yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, let's start. Josh, uh, try and remind us, Leicester, we just beat Villa 4 0. 
it seems like an age ago, doesn't it? But um, mm. we go into this in quite good spirits, although this break is going to have all sorts of effects, isn't it, Josh? Yeah, obviously, just like you mentioned, last time out we beat Villa 4-0. Obviously, before that, I think we were on a pretty poor in the form. I think we lost to Norwich. We had a tough run of games, but I think that Villa win, we can really turn it around. And I think, we, like I said, we had a poor run of form. I think the break's going to do as well. So, yeah, I'm pretty confident that we can get a good result on Saturday uh, against Watford. Uh, Josh, how do you think the break will affect players like at Leicester? I mean, it's going to affect every team in an unknown way, isn't it? Yeah, it's completely, it's, it's random. Like, just like we've seen with the games yesterday, it's very different. Obviously, City doing well, but... With Leicester, obviously, we had a few injuries going into it. I think James Madison has slight injuries. He's back. So I think it'd be good for the players to have a rest. Obviously, it's been a busy season. We're playing in the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, and doing well in the Premier League. So I think the rest has done, has done Leicester the world of good. And I think we should be back ready for action on Saturday. Let's get the views from the Watford boys. I'll start with you, James, first of all. How do you think the break's going to affect Watford? Because your form, you were having, obviously, you're not having the best season ever, but there is signs of light with, obviously, Nigel Pearson doing mm-hmm. quite a good job there. Obviously, big big fans from Leicester of Nigel Pearson. Um, how do you think it's it's going to, you know, be affecting your guys? Yeah, I think, I, think, I think it'll be good. I mean, obviously, we had that fantastic 3-0 win against Liverpool uh, just before the break, but we finished with a 0-0 draw against Palace, which um, we didn't perform very well in. So it would be interesting to see uh, how we come back. We've got a couple of injuries. We've got Gerard Delefeu, who's suffering an injury against Liverpool. So he's going to be out for the rest of this season, unfortunately, which is going to be a big blow for us. Um, and Daryl Yanmat's out at right back. But apart from that, we're looking in pretty good shape. Yeah, and uh, let's ask Jacob as well. Jacob's from WD18. Yeah, it is a mouthful. <laughs> it is a bit, isn't it, Jacob? Yeah, Come it, on, then. It what, what do you think? I mean, you're obviously excited about the season restarting, Jacob. Yeah, I, I'm excited about the season restarting. I have to admit, I'm, I'm quite nervous as well, just because of the predicament Watford are in at the moment, obviously near the relegation zone. But I think the, the overall mood with the Watford fans is that we've got faith in Nigel to get us out of this situation. Um, we've had, obviously, some big results, as James mentioned, that Liverpool won just before the break. But we were on a pretty poor run of form, so it kind of came at the right time. we just come off the back of a, a 1-0 defeat to Palace. So I think uh, the break might actually do us some good. And as James said, also, in terms of injuries, Gerald Delafay is going to be a massive blow for us and Dowry Yanmat. So it'll be interesting to see if we can if we can cope with without the loss of, of Delafay. But certainly, I think there's belief there since Nigel and, and Craig Shakespeare, who people do forget about, uh, who have come in and they've done really well for us. So the faith is still there from the Watford fans. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Josh, we, we obviously remember Nigel Pearson really fondly. He helped Leicester do probably one of the biggest biggest escape jobs ever we call it the greatest escape that season where we were out and dead and buried at Christmas we were bottom and everybody had written us off so Josh Nigel Pearson and Craig Shakespeare are the guys to get Watford out of this aren't they yeah 100% obviously they've done it before on Saturday I'm expecting difficult games but obviously Nigel Pearson just like you said obviously got Leicester to the escape he's a very good manager he likes to build his team up defensively and goes well on the attack as well so yeah it's going to be a difficult game and I think Nigel Pearson Craig Shakespeare are the perfect guys for Watford to help you try and get out of the Premier League but to be honest I'm pretty confident that Watford will manage to stay up in the end. Yeah James I mean Nigel Pearson He's, um, I mean, while he was at Leicester, he was great entertainment at Leicester because there's uh, there's quite a few stories while he's at Leicester, to be fair. We won't mention ostriches and all sorts. But, um, he, Nigel Pearson, I think, is, is a perfect manager for teams like Leicester and Watford. 
it makes a change for you guys, in my opinion, to have a manager who actually has got something a bit more about him because you guys have been changing managers left, right. I can't even keep up. I couldn't try and name your last 10 <laughs> managers. So does it feel different now to have somebody like Nigel Pearson who's got this longer term? I think you might keep him for longer than just six months. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because um, what? But since we've been in the Premier League, we've always gone for a foreign manager, and that's kind of um, what what our owners do. They're Italian owners; they like to go for the foreign model, kind of ticky tack of football. And um, but we've got quite a large English core to our squad now. So we've got Troy Deeney, Will Hughes, Tom Cleverley, Ben Foster, and having an English manager, I think, really benefits them as well. Yeah, Jacob. Um... Nigel Pearson, you mentioned Craig Shakespeare as well there. Craig Shakespeare is a very, very important part of that. Obviously got picked. He's been a bit unlucky at times because Craig Craig Shakespeare was assistant coach at England just for a couple of matches under Sam Allardyce. Uh, he also was, he was a bit unlucky that he got made Leicester manager because I think he would have been, he is a better coach, I think, than manager, Jacob. But he mm. is key to you guys as well. Yeah, no, Craig Shakespeare is massive. And I think um, the debate with with the Watt fans at the moment is whether we give Nigel Pearson a, a new contract. Um, obviously, he's done fantastic since he's come in. And, and Craig Shakespeare has been a massive part of that. I think when, when, you look at, when you look at Nigel, when we brought him in, I think a massive part of that was bringing Shakespeare in. Because I'll be honest, I think he's good enough to be a manager on his own, let alone as an assistant. Um, but in terms of Nigel Pearson, as, as James touched on, it was really important with the Watford players. And it's been reported quite widely that, they wanted an English coach. They wanted an English core. Um, and because, as, as James mentioned, the English core with the like, that spine in particular from Foster right up to Troy, um, it was important that we had an English voice in the dressing room. So I think the uh, Pearson and, and Shakespeare coming in has been massive for us. They made a big impact. And I think, as you mentioned, uh, Shakespeare has been, been brilliant. I'd love to see those two be kept on regardless of what division we're in next season. Josh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the Watford guys in a minute about Troy Deeney because, like, love him or hate him, personally, I've said before, <laughs> I've said many times, I wish Leicester had signed Troy Deeney. We were ju- just talking about mm. it before we came on that season. We won that we won the Premier League and we were looking for players. I'd we signed Slimani. I'd have much rather signed Troy Deeney. Yeah. Um, Josh, talk us through Troy Deeney. Obviously, with what happened a few years ago, we won't mention that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think well, I think he'll be good. Go I think no, I think Trodini will, will be good up front. Obviously, the season after we won the league of Champions League, I think we, we the, the players who bring in Slomani, Musa, a load of foreign players for for a lot of money. Just like I said, for me, I, I would have, I would have liked to see Trodini in Leicestershire. Obviously, he's a bit different than the modern striker. He's very different different to Jamie Vardy, and I think he would have com- complimented him pretty well. And especially in the last ten minutes or so, if you are losing to teams like Burnley at home and they're just sitting back, we could do with something like Trodini. You can we just we can just get the ball in and see. Obviously, Vardy up front, we just don't have that option. I, th- I think it was earlier this season when we played you guys at the King Power Stadium. I saw Troy Deeney go and take his training jacket off and give it to uh, a Leicester fan in the in the ground. You know, I do think he is he is a bit of a fan's favourite. Guys, let's start with you, James, first of all. Do you think, is Troy Deeney going to play this weekend? I've had a few questions on that. Do you think he is or not? Yeah, I think I, I think so. So he, he there was obviously the media controversy. Well, I, I wouldn't say controversy, but there was a lot of media reports um, obviously about him not wanting to return to training because of the risk to BMAE, BMAE players um, in catching the virus. Um, so he's come back to training a week later, but I do think um, I, do, I do I do think he will start because it's a, it's a big miss if we don't have him inside. Yeah, and Jacob, I mean, how much, how important is it, do you think, that Troy Deeney does play for you guys? I mean, from an outsider looking at Watford, it always feels like 
Troy Deeney's on form, you're doing well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think particularly <clears throat> this season with the system we play under, Nigel, with the 4-2-3-1, we need that focal point up front. And we're not blessed with options in that department. We've got the likes of Andre Gray, Danny Welbeck. Um, but those two guys, they haven't really started for us. Um, but, but Troy's been the main focal point for us, well, since he's been at Watford, really. So, yeah, it's massive that Troy plays. Um, and particularly with the pacing behind, I think Danny Welbeck will probably start on the left-hand side, but also it's Miller Saar that you've got to be careful of as well. Um, Troy brings those two into play. So definitely, um, not only, again, what he brings on the pitch, but also off it as well. Troy's a massive part of this Watford team. Um, and without your captain, you're always going to struggle. So I think it's, yeah, it's absolutely important that he, uh, that he does start on Saturday. Josh, I mean, we've got, oh, there's quite a lot, like you say, British-English talent on both sides there. Madison um, needs to get back to form. Well, not get back to form, but be on hot form, don't you think? He's obviously, you look at people like uh, Will Smith, isn't it? Not Will Smith. Will Hughes. Will Hughes. Oh, imagine Will Smith. Will Hughes. You lot. Will Hughes. Will Smith. Lost it now. Uh, yeah, Will Hughes. I remember watching him when Leicester played Derby a few years ago, thinking he's going to be a starlet. And um, Josh, Madison, Hughes, you know, there's going to be some interesting battles there. Mm, yeah, I think Madison's been good this season. I think he was a bit, I think he hasn't been as good as last season. Um, I think the battle in midfield is going to be very important. I think if Tielemans can get back to fitness, I think he'll be good. But it's a difficult one with James Madison. I think sometimes this season he's dropped way too deep and I just can't link up play. He needs to be right behind Vardy and then we can work off that. I mean, Josh, you, you said Tielemans there. There's a lot of chat whether we'll even play Tielemans or if it be Dennis Pratt. Who would you be mm. playing out of those two or would you pick them both together? Ooh, um, I think I'll go with Tielemans just because of the break. I'm gonna see how good I see how he plays. But if he plays poor, I'll probably see Dennis Pratt possibly coming off the bench, obviously with five subs. So I could see them both being used, but probably not at the same time. So uh, James, I'm a big fan, obviously, of Will Smith or Will Hughes, <laughs> whatever you guys want to call him. Your Daniel yeah, Rashford yeah. moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, he, he has obviously he's been on the fringes of England at times. I. I do like him as a player, uh, a young English talent. Uh, what's your views on him? Will Smith so actually, or Will Hughes? Which one <laughs> you want to talk about? So he actually, um, he actually came out this week in an interview and said he, he really wanted to be called up to the England squad. And I think he definitely has the quality to be able to do yeah. that. And um, he, he, he almost acts like a terrier in our midfield. He gets right at people um, when he's playing. And he's kind of dropped into, into a slightly deeper role than he normally would play under previous managers. And I think that suits him really, really well. Yeah, and the same to you, Jacob. Mm. Yeah, no, Will, Will Hughes has been phenomenal, actually, since he's, uh, <clears throat> since he's dropped into a deeper role. We saw performances against Liverpool, Manchester United. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a bit of a cough. Um, Liverpool, Manchester United, Will Hughes is phenomenal for us in that deep role, as James mentioned. But I think he's good enough to get an England call-up. I think, actually, since Nigel come, Nigel's coming, we've seen the best of Will Hughes in a Watford shirt. He, before, under Javi Grassi, he was playing on the right-hand side in a 4-4-2 formation. So it was kind of limiting what he could actually offer. But actually, getting his boot in a lot more 50-50 tackles. We've seen a different side to Will Hughes' game. So, um, yeah, he's been fantastic for Watford this season. Absolutely. I mean, look at last night's games. I don't know. Did you all watch some of last night's games, guys? Yeah. yeah, So, so much to talk about from them, which will affect, obviously, Leicester against uh, coming down to Watford. What what did we, did we watch it with the sound on or the sound off? Let's start with you, Josh. I watched it with the sound off. Jacob, so you had, you had just the people shouting. Yeah, it was it was weird, wasn't it? I think um, I actually put a tweet out saying the Bundesliga kind of mastered the fake noise. I didn't really didn't really work, I thought, with the Premier League. It, isn't it the FIFA noise that's in the background? It just didn't didn't really 
seem right to me. But yeah, it was it was okay. It wasn't too bad. James, what did you watch? Sound on, sound off? Yeah, I, I had it on. It was, a, it was a bit strange. I think after a few games, they'll kind of master it. But um, it, it was all right. It was all right. They, Jake, uh, Josh, they almost need like a DJ, like live mixing <laughs> the sound so that it's right. In the end, we, we, were, we were flicking between the two sounds, but we got to mm. the point where watching it with my lads that we had to have the sound on because if the sound was just the people shouting, it felt like you're watching a pre-season friendly and I was too busy looking in the stands at nobody there. So put the sounds yeah. on and I could focus on the football, Josh. How were you with it? Yeah, I had a sound on as well. I thought, I think the chants are a bit repetitive. Like in the Man City game, there's just two chants. I think, I think it'd be good if they can add a few chants in, but I do like the way that when, when, when there's a shot, the crowd goes like, oh, like, Stuff like that, but I think I think they can master it. They came forward, but um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I do like it. Well, I actually thought the sound was better in the Man City game than in the Sheffield United game, but. Hey, listen, let's talk yeah. about that Sheffield United game, guys, because uh, from a Leic- Leicester's point of view, Josh, that we- I was certainly shouting for uh, Sheffield United to win and win they should have done, Josh. Yeah, 100%. I can't. I still can't get over that that decision. It clearly went in. I don't know why VAR didn't intervene. But um, yeah, I, yeah I, it's a difficult one, obviously, with, with the decision. I think it was a good game overall, obviously, no no in the end, but there's quite a few chances for both sides. But I think that decision, just, oh, I don't get it. James, I mean, it has a big impact on you guys. I'm just looking at the, the, the table here. Villa are now on 26, you're on 27. If they'd have lost that, which they should have done, James, that would have had an impact on you. Oh, absolutely. When I was watching it, I was... Oh, when, when I saw that ball go over the line, I was, I was like, oh my God, please just give the goal. But um, <laughs> a draw a draw was good enough, but I really wanted Sheffield United to win. Yeah, Jacob as well. I guess, were you in the same vein as uh, James? Yeah, I was. I think the, the main thing that I took away from it was if that point keeps Villa up, even the goal um, on goal difference as well, just that those fine margins. And when we look back at the end of the season, if that does cost Watford, and from what perspective, that's what we're concerned about. If that does cost us, then of course we'll be absolutely fuming. Um, but I think the, the big thing is no one really expected that for the first game back. You're thinking, OK, just get through it, smooth 90 yeah. minutes. And the one thing you didn't expect to happen is goal line <laughs> technology not being turned on. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. I couldn't believe what I was watching, really. And you can imagine Chris Wilder was uh, livid, but, but at full time. I mean, I can't imagine if that was if that was Leicester or Watford, we'd be would be fuming, and we'd be talking about it for weeks. Yeah, and again, there's plenty plenty of incident in the Man City Arsenal game, obviously with uh, David Luiz uh, <laughs> entertaining us all. Josh, yeah. I mean, crikey. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> very poor from David Luiz to say the least. Yeah. I thought in the first 20 minutes, though, Arsenal looked all right. But, of course, when he came on, like, shot, it was just two mistakes. The first one was bad enough and then just to do that. Pull from him. Yeah, let's face it. If you're not picked to start, it's not a great place to be as a player. And then you come <laughs> on, you, you do a lazy, like, can't get rid of it. Then you give away a penalty, get sent off and let them score the second goal. Um, don't think he'll be playing very much more for Arsenal. Um Let's uh, go over to to the Watford lads. I want you to both. Who should we be looking out for in the Watford team? Who do you think could be a surprise or or the player who who does the most damage to Leicester City? Let's start with you, James, on who you would pick out from your Watford team. Right. So the player you should be like looking out for is is Myla Saar. You obviously all saw his performance against Liverpool. It was absolutely phenomenal. I think he'll be going against Chilwell. Is that right? So he'll be going against Chilwell on the left. 
Trust me, two worlds not in favour yeah. of Leicester at the moment, not with the fans. No, carry no, on, James. No, no. Yeah, so in my start, <laughs> I honestly think another season he'll get a move to one of the big boys for upwards of 80, 70 million. It's just, I can't get over him, honestly. It's, it's just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, and Jacob? Yeah, no, I echo, I echo that from James. I think Ismailer Sarr is the one player you look out for uh, from, from Watford as that Liverpool performance was absolutely unbelievable. He tore, tore Van Dijk to shreds, really. But in terms of other players that maybe don't get a lot of, um, a lot of, lot of the headlines, I think, as you mentioned, Will Hughes is another one to look out for. And I think, actually, our, our best midfielder is Etienne Capu. Um, I think he's one of the most underrated players in the league. He's consistently performing for Watford, even during this season where we've been struggling. He's been the one standout player for us because Ismail Sarr didn't actually start the season in the, in the starting lineup. He came in as um, Pearson came in and he's he's taken long to adapt. But I think Etienne Capu, since he's been at Watford, has been absolutely fantastic. I think that midfield two of Hughes, Capu, and then Decore just in front is, is very solid. Um, and I think those three are probably, that midfield's going to really, that midfield battle between us, uh, those three and, and the likes of Tillemans is where the game's going to be won, I think. Um, Jason Mills says, Josh, this is going to come to you, about if Chilwell was dropped, Fuchs would have mm. uh, would have Zara in his pocket. Oh, I, I'm, I'm still a big fan of Ben Chilwell, Josh. What what mm. are your views on him? Yeah, obviously he's a modern-day fullback. I think he's got the qualities going forward. He's not the best defensively. I think all Leicester fans know that. But with Sue and Evans in defence, I think it's not too much of an issue. And with Ndidi in front of them too, I think it's not too much of an issue. I think last season he was very good in both departments. But obviously this season, I think attacking-wise, he just hasn't gone... He's gone to positions, but just seems to be turning back, especially after Christmas as well. And Josh, who do you think the Watford lads need to watch out for from Leicester? Ooh, um, it's, it's, it's got to be Jamie Vardy up front. You all know what type of threat he has, especially players like James Madison. If he can perform, it's going to be difficult to stop Vardy in behind. I would say Harvey Barnes is a big threat out wide as well. He's been very good this season. So, yeah, but the main threat is probably Jamie Vardy. Yeah, Harvey Barnes's stats, Josh, are, are really good at the moment. I, You know, and there is the likes of Perez and obviously Madison who could do damage, isn't there? Yeah, 100%. I think Harvey Barnes has excelled this season. Obviously, he hasn't got much game time, but this season under Brendan Rodgers, he's done, he's done very well. So um, I look forward to see if Harvey Barnes can keep up this good form. And yeah, hopefully he can have a have a good game on Saturday. Come on then, guys. It's time to do score predictions. <laughs> Let's put, uh, put our, uh, our cards on the table here. Let's start with uh, Jacob. Score prediction. Uh, um, what I want to know is who do you think is going to score the first goal and the correct final score? That's how oh, we tend to do it. Blimey, anyway. this is, yeah, this is deep oh, right. I think, yeah. I think we'll go positively, thinking from a Watford perspective, we'll go for a 1-1 draw. I think we'll score first and I think it will be Saru scores first, but I think Vardy will, will reply and get a point, point for Leicester. So Jacob's going for one all. James, how about you? Yeah, I think um, I think we'd all take a draw at Watford. Obviously, we'd like to win, but obviously you're in the Champions League places, so it's going to be a difficult game. I'm going to go with Danny Welbeck to score first, and Watford are going to win 2-1. First of all, I'm going to say, Danny Welbeck, has he even played for you lot? I think he's not missing, hasn't he? Come on, has he actually made, has he done anything for you? He played once against Everton and come off after about four minutes. He's <laughs> just has he scored in all seriousness, Jacob? Has he, he scored for you in the Carabao Cup? He did. Yeah, Carabao he, Cup. yeah, yeah. He hasn't he hasn't scored in the Premier League for Watford, but um, that's probably the one. That's actually an interesting point. That's probably the one position where 
Um, it's not really decided for Watford because we have a, we've got Nathio Pesetto uh, who can play on the uh, wide as well. And with Delafeu out, Pereira's been hot and cold this season and he's got an injury. So it's going to be interesting who's going to be on that left-hand side. I'd probably start Danny Welbeck, um, but we're not blessed for options with that Delafeu injury and, and Pereira out as well. Uh, Ross Howard has put that Will Smith will score the first goal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ross, for rubbing it in there. Josh, come on then, let's get your score prediction. Ooh, um, I'm going to go with a 2-1 to Leicester, just because we said that Danny Welbeck's so bad and he hasn't scored, I think he will actually score the first <laughs> yeah, goal. Exactly. It now happens. we've said it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 to Leicester. And who, are you th- who do you think is going to score first, Josh? Danny Welbeck's going to Danny Welbeck. Two of you gone for Danny Welbeck. He's just never scored a Premier League goal for Watford. Barely, turn, barely turns up and you both predict him. Listen, I, I think it's going to be Jamie Vardy. That this, The bookies would tell you that's probably one of the best ones to go for. Oh, obviously, Troy Deeney, but I'm going to go Jamie Vardy and I'm going to go for a 3-1 Leicester win. If Leicester are on form, I think we, we should do it. But I don't think it's going to be easy. That's my fingers crossed result. Anyway, uh, before we go, thanks for joining us. Uh, Jacob, talk us through. Go on, give your plug to your Watford. <laughs> WD18, the mouthful. But um, yeah, no, so uh, I run WD18, the Watford fan channel. You can find us on Twitter at WD18fans and also on YouTube at WD18. Uh, yeah, we're just a Watford fan channel. Get, give uh, Watford fans a platform to to express their opinions, all the latest what for news, um, everything's on there. So yeah, at WD18fans and uh, WD18 on YouTube. Brilliant. Thank you for that. And thanks for joining thanks us, us as well. On. Thanks, James, as well. Talk us through the Watford Way and what you guys try and do and all yeah, your no, apps. Thanks for having me on today. So the Watford Way, we try to connect uh, Watford fans from all around the world. So since I started the Watford Way, I've been talking to people in Hong Kong, USA, France, Ireland. So we tried to get as many people from around the world to give their opinions. Uh, we started our YouTube channel last week. So you can find us on YouTube and you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Brilliant. Josh, you're going to be joining us on Saturday as well for a bit of the chit chat, aren't you? Yeah, it should be at full time. So it yeah, should be good. Hopefully we can talk about less to get the uh, win. And Josh, go on, plug your stuff as well. Mm. Sports, sir. Do the apps. <laughs> I'm a Leicester content creator. I do previews, reviews, and now with and then football, obviously behind closed doors. I'm going to be doing live watch alongs. So um, yeah, you can find me at Sports on YouTube, Sports.yt on Instagram, and Sports.yt on um, Twitter as well. So yeah. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Thanks for a bit of a way fan chat. We'll see who scored predictions. Come right. I've written them down. There's only one I want to come right. And that's the, the three-one Leicester. But we'll see. Thanks, Thanks for joining us, guys. Cheers, guys. Brilliant. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks for everybody who's been watching. Uh, Lots of predictions here coming in. Graham Moore is going for 2-1, I assume, Leicester. Come on, Graham. You should know by now we need a first goal scorer and a correct (laughs) final score. Ivan, who's watching all the way out, I think, in Sierra Leone. Is that right, Ivan, if I've got my memory right? Uh, We are going to beat Watford and Barty will score three goals. Ditto here. That's exactly what I say as well. Um... (laughs) Ross is saying, hope to see you're watching BT Sport because my mug's going to be on there. Well done, Ross. Yeah, Ross is going to be one of the fans in the stands or whatever they want to call it. Didn't think that worked particularly well last night, to be fair. They barely showed any of the fans at home that they got sorted, which was a bit of a shame. Anyway, uh, my name's Phil. This is Leicester Fan TV. Don't forget, go and follow us at Leicester Fan TV on all the socials if you can. Thanks to the guys who helped bring us all the content to you. Go and follow those. Uh, Keep liking 
liking, sharing and subscribing. And we'll see you tomorrow when we're going to do a tactic show and see who we think will be in the starting lineup for Leicester. Will it be Tielemans? Will it be Dennis Pratt? Will it be both of them? Will it be Chowdhury? Who knows? We want to pick the team with you tomorrow. So from me, Phil, Leicester Fan TV, see you tomorrow lunch. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.